CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the show where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories of the week, the wild, the wacky, just because we love it. Well, today I am joined by my gorgeous friend and co-host, Arbiter Beauty and Style. It's Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello, Trav, and hello, gossip enthusiasts. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. It's what we live for. And our baby woman is on the beach in the Bahamas. So don't feel bad for her. Yeah, yeah, she's doing all right, sipping Mai Tais or whatever she likes down there. That's right. Well, there was a lot of wild news this week, from scandals to Oscars. But, when you know, we can't just start off there. We got to dip our toes in a little bit and not just dive in the pool. We are going to start with our woes of the week, the stories that made, uh, well, Gwen and I grab our proverbial pearls from this week. Gwen Flamberg, let's start with you because you're the only one here. And I love to hear what you're going to say because it's usually fashion and beauty related. What was your woe of the week? Well, that's right, Trav. You've got my number. You know, big drama in fashion world this week. Celebrity stylist Law Roach, who, as you know, dresses Zendaya. Since she was 14. I mean, that's right. Like any celebrity who all of a sudden is looking sleek, fabulous, over the top, glamorous, they're being styled by Law Roach. I always can tell when a young starlet is about to like explode in Hollywood because her agent has Law Roach styling her. (laughs) Well, Law took to Instagram and made a statement that he was retiring from fashion, that he'd sort of had it, his cup was empty, too much drama, politics, lies. I'm dying to know the backstory on all of this, but... It is possible that Law Roach is retiring. Of course, everyone in fashion was up in arms. Lots of comments from celebrities. Stylist Carla Welch, you know, Justin Bieber. Stylist was like, oh, no. Edward Enenfall, the editor-in-chief of British Vogue, said you'll always have a place here at British Vogue. Nobody really knows exactly what's going on. But then at the Boss Show, Law was walking as a model (laughs) alongside Naomi Campbell. The show was so over the top. Pamela Anderson, my new icon of beauty, opened the show. Fashion Month continues to like just astound me. Um, So we don't know what's happening, but lots of drama this week with Law Roach. And I'm still kind of like, 
all a flutter and dying to know what is really going on. Oh. I need to see. Well, let's talk about it, Gwen, because I've been looking into conspiracy theories because Luxury Law, a.k.a. Law Roach, I am a huge fan of because I loved him as a, uh, a judge on the show Legendary on HBO Max. And there's a lot of really good evidence to suggest that uh, Zendaya has a new Louis Vuitton campaign and she's getting paid around $10 million and Law Roach wanted a million written into the contract for him for that, which honestly, if you're paying Zendaya... 10 million and it's a fashion campaign. A million seems right on par for La Roach. Well, but- except that she's not like Louis Vuitton is hiring Zendaya. He's not hiring her. They're not hiring her stylist. I'm not sure that there's truth to this rumor. I know that this is a big rumor going around, but I don't know that that's the truth. We'll see. We will see. I sort of believed it just because it was like he was talking about politics and it's clearly monetarily based. And this is sort of the biggest thing that I think he might have going on. But there could be more to the story, more to come. Well, my woe of the week, Gwen, is from Gwyneth Paltrow. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, Almond's mom. (laughs) Very that Almond mom. Um, If you guys don't know Almond mom, I think of, I don't even, I only learned of it today. Um, It's sort of a mom who is into wild wellness, sort of everything is GMO, gluten, vegan free, amino acid based. Just look at Kourtney Kardashian's uh, What She Eats in a Day on Posh and that that would be an Almond Mom. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow has given us so many woes of the last decade um, in the name of wellness, but the weirdest seems to be um, her rectum. And usually we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow in terms of her vagina health, but now we're going to the backside, going to the dark side and goop. She revealed that in her rectum, she used ozone therapy rectally, and she said, quote, it's pretty weird, but it's been very helpful. She said, ozone therapy refers to the process of administering uh, administering ozone gas into your body to treat a disease or wound. Now, this process is not regulated, and in 2019, the FDA claimed it was, quote, a toxic gas with no useful medical application. Now, after this wild uh, butt stuff, she moved into her daily wellness routine um, while she was administering, administering herself an IV. She said, I love an IV. I'm an early IV adapter. And she specifically loves gluathine and Fossiloctoline. I had to have Google test me, uh, t- tell me how to pronounce Glutathione it. Is, is something you would love, Travis. It's like the beauty IV. Oh, is it like collagen based? Not collagen based. Oh, okay. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow says they're quite hard to find and those make me feel so good. Now, aside from morning IVs, Gwyneth Paltrow said that she practiced intermittent fasting until around noon when she eats something that, quote, won't spike her blood sugar, like a soup or a bone broth. And then she gets in one hour of movement from Pilates or walking uh, after dry brushing herself in an infrared sauna for 30 minutes. And then Gwyneth has a paleo dinner with loss of vegetables 
vegetables to support her detox. Now, Gwen, there is a lot going on here. Uh, This diet sounds wild and like it would make you very frail, but you're more well-versed than most people walking around this world and all of this. So what were your thoughts on this almond mom? I mean, my thoughts were, I just remember when a few years ago, Chris Morton was papped at McDonald's with apple (laughs) eating fries. And it was like, apple blink twice. If your mother doesn't let you eat, like they were just like, you know, going off the rails because they obviously do not eat McDonald land fries when they're with Gwynny. Um, <laughs> you know, she this is Gwyneth Brand, right? She is all about this over the top provocateur. Um, exactly. Provocative approach to wellness. I think she really likes, you know, talking about steaming her vag and stuff like that. So not that shocking to me that, uh, you know, she would be putting some ozone up her bum, but it is what it is. I don't know. (laughs) The ozone up the bum. I mean, I get that people go, especially a lot of celebrities go in the hyperbolic chambers when you get out of an operation to increase oxygen flow in the bloodstream to have better healing. But nary have I ever heard of ozone gas helping with treating disease or wounds. And it's a little wild that the FDA said that it is in fact a poisonous gas when she's using using this as a method of, quote, detox. Weird. Just bizarre. You know, it made me go, whoa. Well, <laughs> let us get it. It really, really did. Um, I worry for Gwyneth's butt. All right. Let us continue to some of the news. Someone else's butt who I'm worried about constantly. It's Tiger Woods. Now, Tiger Woods and his now ex-girlfriend, Erica Hammond, ha- uh, are in about to be embroiled in a huge civil lawsuit in the courts. And a source has told us a little bit of the background that the source told us that they had a breakdown in their relationship before calling it quits. You know, that makes sense. The breakdown was over time and over money. Erica thought Tiger was never at home and Tiger thought Erica was spending too much and living too lavish of a lifestyle. Now, while the exes started out very strong when they began in 2017, you'll remember that she stood by him after his near fatal car crash in 2021. She was helping him walk everywhere. Everything was seen great. Um, and he, the a source told us at the time that he was a living a healthier and more low key lifestyle, in part thanks to Erica, and that he remained fl- faithful to her. But now it took a turn. After they went their separate ways, she is suing him for a trust for thirty million dollars, and she alleged in court documents obtained by us, hey, that Tiger Woods kicked her out of their shared home upon their breakup. Now she said that they had an oral tenancy agreement uh, that allowed her to live on the property and that Tiger Woods is getting in the middle of that. Now, this is uh, sort of a really big mess, Gwen, and I I don't know how I feel about it, but as always, I am worried for Tiger. I'm not worried for Tiger. I mean, I think that when we talked about this in the last episode, I don't understand how this guy had a comeback. I don't understand mm. why there is a woman on earth who would trust him. So while I feel um, like she's getting a raw deal in this, I also am kind of like, it's the same thing that I would say to Khloe Kardashian. 
run, girl, run. Make better decisions about who you're dating and who you are trusting things such as your home, your living situation. You know, it's really very um, crazy that this guy has had a comeback in his sport with relationships in his family. I just I don't get it, Trav. I I also don't get it, but something tells me it was dollar signs because yeah. while Tiger is saying that she was living a lavish lifestyle and now she's th- suing him for, uh, you know, part or all of this $30 million trust, depending how the courts decide, um, she uh, revealed that she feels entitled to the payout because of how much she helped him physically and spiritually to the romance. And I mean, big eye roll here. It's a money grab uh, planning through. And to date Tiger Woods is one decision all on someone else. But if you're going after him for the money and trying to rob him blind, I can sort of understand why you were with the guy for so many years. Right. Well, we'll see how the courts find that and see if they find it the same way that we do. Well, Gwen, uh, we have since recovered since Sunday at the 95th annual Academy Awards, the Oscars. And I want to do a little rose and thorn from you. I want to hear a little bit about your best and worst moment from the carpet, from the show, from the stage, from the people, from the Vanity Fair carpet. It's the whole night. It's all up to you. Well, you know, Travis, that the Oscars are like my Super Bowl. Yeah. I just really love a red carpet. Of course, the Oscars this year forewent a red carpet for something beige that looked dirty uh, that they were calling the champagne carpet. I don't really know why they did that. They're kind of like a way of sort of being more natural, more green. I don't know. I don't know what the motivation was, but the champagne carpet um, was a disappointment for me. I really like to see a red carpet. Um, There were a lot of really good dresses. I have to say, I don't think that there were many great dresses. One of my favorites, Cara Delevingne. Who knew that Cara Delevingne could clean up? so nice she looked like a starlet mm-hmm. um i thought that it was really amazing i think it was custom ellie saab that she was wearing mm. um not very ellie saab looking good for that it, it was was it versace it, i don't know it, i could it I looks like oscar de la renta to me i don't think that it was oscar but we're going to look it up yeah. before this podcast is over so that i can completely identify it um who else did i love i mean there were a lot of like really beautiful dresses lady gaga's um, moment on the red carpet in that black corseted long sleeve oh, with the booty thought, crack covered. I loved it was great. Oh, it is Ellie Saab. Oh, yeah, it's Ellie Saab. Um, who else did I love? Um, you know who I didn't love. You know who I thought. I always love what she wears. I love that she takes chances. I loved, loved, loved the retro hair and makeup. On Florence Pugh, but wow, was that dress a mess. It was such a mess. And I was at the Oscars and Florence Pugh and Cara Delevingne were thick as thieves all night in the lobby area. They were taking shots together. They were laughing and touching each other's dress and taking selfies. They seemed very, very close. And I will say that Florence Pugh standing next to Cara Delevingne, you're like, all right, Cara's dress is really nice. Florence Pugh, this like gray rumpled up mess, especially standing next to Cara Delevingne. You know, the sh- she 
Florence has a really strange body. She's quite petite. She's not very curvy. No. So I think that um, I hate panettiere sort of body. Yeah. Like there have been times when she's been wearing Valentino that she looks absolutely spectacular. This unfortunately was not one of those times. But what I do appreciate is that she takes chances. It's always unexpected. But I would have put that dress in like a love it or hate it category. Mm. Someone who I loved head to toe. A little bit boring, but just absolutely spectacular was Emily Blunt. I love that white dress. It fit her impeccably, which I think is really like that is the key to a winning red carpet look. Mm -hmm. Um, Mindy Kaling. I mean, let's sing sing it. Oh, 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 but God bless her. She really is looking beautiful. She's someone who I think was always afraid to show a lot of skin because I don't think she had as much body confidence. So whether it's Ozempic or not, now she has this incredible body confidence and it shows she's just glowing. I love that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. She kind of had the same dress exactly in white and in black. And she did a little <laughs> wardrobe swap later yeah. in the night. She's got her silhouette. Okay. Yeah, okay. She's got her silhouette. I will say that um, my rose of the night was to Lady Gaga. Just overall, first of all, she was not expected to attend. We found out that morning that she was in the building. It was a surprise performance. And during her live show, I was ready to like stand up and cheer and get down with that power ballad and like flip my hair around. But then she came out and I was like, is she going through a breakup? Is, you know, what story is she trying to tell us here? I still don't understand why she changed into the grunge look and took all of her makeup off, most likely with the new uh, cleansing bomb from her company house. Factory. <laughs> um, I, I, didn't, I don't understand why she did that. I it's was getting very much the feeling that she was telling the audience uh, and all of her fans that she's going through something sad. Lady Gaga is a theatrical performer. There's never anything that doesn't have subtext to it. And I right. think that depression was the name of the game in this performance. Okay. All right. She's, you know, supporting people who are suffering from mental illness, which is epidemic at the yeah. moment. I can I can get with it. I mean, I think that some of the speeches were really like my top moments, of course. Kehu, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Kehu Kwam. Yeah. 
I mean, just that was adorable. Anybody, it was powerful. I mean, were you not crying, Travis? Yes, I was. We were all crying. It was like incredible. right from the jump, I was crying. Jamie Lee Curtis, that speech. How how about I love so much that Jamie Lee Curtis gave credit to every person in her life who brought her to that moment, even the mm. gaffers, the grips on films that she worked on. The I mean, fans of Halloween. <laughs> She's not wrong. And then Michelle Yeoh's speech, obviously my favorite moment was when she threw it in the face of Don Lemon, who I really think CNN should have removed. Me too. When she said, um, it was a very veiled jab at him when she said, you know, ladies, don't let anybody ever tell you that you're past your prime. Oh my God. I loved that so much because this was a night for women over 50. It really was. And that was such a season. Yes. Our award season has been for people who, you know, not ingenues, not the hot young thing everyone's talking about in Hollywood, really about bodies of work and bodies of work being recognized. And I love that. Now talking about hot young things in Hollywood, let's just jump to the Vanity Fair Oscars party. Travis, can you please explain to me why everyone was naked on the carpet? Um, Nudity was the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we can really attribute this to the Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce effect. Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lopez on so many carpets looking the best. Everyone loves it so much. And that Beyonce Met Gala look with the nude and the high ponytail and all the Mm -hmm. rhinestones all over it and the sort of Lady Gaga heel. I think that was the first time that we really saw a lot of nude. And I think the trend of crystal mesh being so in right now and layered Mm -hmm. over everything has sort of adapted that to high glamour. Hunter Schaefer, basically naked. Oh, I actually really loved Hunter's dress. dress. It was a a great statement, but was that a dress or was it a feather over her nipples? And, you know, Sierra, who I absolutely love, and she's got, you know, she's the hottie with the body, but I mean, she was naked under a chainmail dress. Naked. And Emily Ratajkowski, of course, in a completely sheer dress. Alessandra Ambrosio, like you literally could see down to the middle of her butt. Yeah. 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 Lots of nudity uh, this year. Well, I mean, I I like a sparkle. People people who were like, they can have their Ozempic. I've always had this body. And now you're going to see it in the flesh. It was I, you know, I'm not mad at a nude illusion rhinestone moment. There was a lot of them, but I'm really not mad at that. Um, I think my favorite moment from the Oscars was I going from the Oscars to the governor's ball. I rode the elevator up with Sigourney Weaver and her husband. Yes. And Pedro Pascal. Love him. And Pedro Pascal was there with his sisters and he was fanboying so hard over Sigourney Weaver. She had no idea who he was. And he was like, I was talking about I was talking to Sigourney Weaver that I loved um, the the best house, her movie from this year that I thought was so good. And Pedro Pascal was like waiting for his moment was like, oh, I'm obsessed with you. Please meet my sister. She's like, oh, good. Like, were you nominated tonight? Are you in things? And he was just like a kitty, like kid in a candy store. And it was just such an adorable moment. And it was great. Um, Well, let us move on to something a little more tragic. It is Chloe and Tristan here, Gwen. 
Now, I think I know what advice you're going to give her because we all give her the same advice every week. <clears throat> now, Chloe has been uh, sharing photos of Tristan um, with their two children being a great dad. He does look like a great dad. The kids certainly have so much fun with him. Um, but a source recently told us that Tristan is always trying to get Chloe back. He still loves her and wants to make it worth between them and their friends and great co-parents, co but he wants more. And Gwen, maybe in next week's issue of Us Weekly, we will see a little bit more from Chloe's side and what she wants, and it might trigger us. Now, this is, of course, on the heels after he cheated with, uh, let me, oh, we don't have time to read the list of all the girls he's cheated on, Tristan, third trimester. Uh, Marlene Nichols is the most notable one because she's the one that got pregnant and was finally the reason for Chloe leaving. Now, Gwen, do you think that this 25-year-old, however old he is now, uh, father of two, can change for Chloe? Or do you think the right answer? I think that she needs to run as fast as she possibly can. I mean, I think that these kids are gorgeous. He's a great dad. He's never going to be a great boyfriend. He's going to cheat on you again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's going to happen again. I hope she knows this. But again, next week, we might be come back uh, with something else. Now, this is a sentence I never thought I would say, Gwen. Lindsay Lohan is pregnant. Never did I think those words would leave my lips just because she has been such a troubled star. She has, of course, had a lot of a renaissance now with her Netflix Christmas movie, um, her new man who seems great. And she announced that she is pregnant. And a source tells us she is about three months along and very excited for her pregnancy journey. Now, how did you feel? Were you wish I was I was flabbergasted um, that Lindsay Lohan is like settling down and, you know, going to have this baby? Well, yeah, flabbergasted. Um, I'm not convinced that she's really the nurturing motherly kind. Mm. But maybe she has turned a leaf with this husband, with her quieter life, not living in the States. I hope the kid is a redhead. I do, too. I think I hope the kid looks like young Lindsay, who was so beautiful before she started messing with her face. And maybe this is the move that makes Lindsay really finally become a grown up. I really hope so. And, you know, her mom, uh, her and her mom have had a lot of struggles. So I hope Up that she down. learned a lot of what not to do from the Dina Lohan. Exactly. We can all hope. Well, let's get to our last story, which is Scandaval related, because yeah. everyone in my life can't talk about anything else. And Me it feels too. like, right? I mean, it feels like Tom Sandoval cheated on us all. Well, I but think he did. I think that's why everybody feels that way. We all feel so betrayed. And I don't even watch the show. So <laughs> Ariana finally spoke out, Trav. She did. She finally spoke out after what seems like months, but it's really just a couple of weeks on Instagram saying that she is devastated and broken after since finding out the news and thanked her friends and fans for the outpouring love and support. She says, hi, where to begin? She wrote uh, with a snap of herself out in Mexico in a really pretty pink ombre dress. She says, I want to express my most sincere gratitude for the outpouring of love and support I've received from friends, family, and people I've never even met in the last two weeks. And people like Gwen, who haven't even watched the show, but still feel for me. Uh, she didn't say that, but I wish she had. When I have felt like I couldn't even stand, you have all given 
given me the strength to continue and send me through my darkest hours. To say that I've been devastated, broken is an understatement. However, I know that I'm not alone in this. So many of my closest friends are grieving the loss right now and reeling from the betrayal on so many levels. I am so effing lucky to have the best support system in the world and hope I can repay every single person back for the love that you have shown me. What doesn't kill me better run. She ended her caption with. I I really love that. Whatever kills me, whatever doesn't kill me better run. I'm totally going to pull off that. It was great. I've never heard it before. And what a lovely message. I mean, my heart felt full for feeling for Ariana. The thinking of the fans was so good. And it really makes me just really dislike Tom and Rachel turned Raquel. Raquel. How you say cucumber. How you say cucumber. From the same cut from the same cloth. And she she just uh, they are his problems with the reunion. So they were supposed to film the reunion in about a week. But Sheena Shea, who is a character on the show, may or may not have assaulted Raquel a little bit. She may or may not have deserved a light of it. It's never okay to hit somebody. But there is a Sheena may have pushed her up against the wall. And I think a nail got in there. Whatever. Regardless, Rachel Raquel has a restraining order against Sheena and they don't know how they're going to film the reunion now in what's the most tumultuous season since the second season um, of this because they may need to have security. That's not even legal because the court date for this hearing will be after the reunion films. So Raquel might not even be able to be at the reunion and will have to be zoomed in, which is such a womp womp for this situation. Yes. I mean, you want to see the, I call them a poison ivy from the Drew Barrymore movie. You know, the woman who wants to go in and steal someone's life, but call her whatever you want to. But I need to see her there in person and talking. So, you know, let's hope that happens. Well, thanks to everyone but Tom and Raquel. And thanks to Gwen and Sarah from the beach of the Bahamas for helping me or not helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin of Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, favorite, favorite celebrities. Because after all, Gwen, you know what they are? They're all on Ozempic. No. Yes, like they're us. just well, like I us. Wish just like us with Ozempic. <laughs> I might have a hookup for you. Well, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week. For more news content and exclusive interviews, make sure to hit the sub, like, and bell button down below and visit usmagazine.com.